Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, Round 17, done and dusted. We'll talk about our classic team a little bit later this week. We've got about 515 or so, we actually got a little bit of a get out of jail card. Uh, we took a punt on Ezra Mam uh, as our skipper, we just had a feeling he would go well and I think he scored 61 pending updates. Uh, I think I thought he was a little bit unlucky not to get more, I thought there was a couple of opportunities he could have taken, but he also got given a try assist that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets taken off him, so he might drop back a little bit more. It was a big punt to take. I didn't expect Isaiah Papali to go out and have the game he did. I didn't expect Cody Walker to have the game he did. So we backed our gut feeling there, and it might come back to bite us in the ass. But uh, I think we got 513, and we only used two trades this weekend. So we're not sitting in a bad spot classic-wise. Our draft team, obviously, we've been without Papi for a number of weeks. Uh, he's since returned last week, put on a big performance. So uh, we managed to score over 1,000 points for the first time. So we went from uh, 600 points the week before four to a thousand uh, with Pappy back. So it was like a 400 point swing, which is just unbelievable. You do not see that all that often uh, into this week where it was a buy round and uh, in draft competition, some comps don't play buy rounds. We do. Uh, I think it makes it more interesting. I think it makes it fun this week. Uh, the guy I was playing, Jim, he, uh, he had eight players. I only, I only had six. So uh, my back was sort of up against the wall. I thought that I had the better players, to be honest with you, just by him having eight. I thought that I had the better players and uh, thankfully all my guys performed this weekend. I did manage to get a win despite uh, being down two players to Gem, so I've actually got a pretty big win, and this is why captains are so important. So we have the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Melbourne Storm on Thursday night. I had uh, Britton Nakora, who got me a solid 55, had a line break in there, so that helped him out. And then I had Ryan Pappenhausen. He only scored 49 super coach points. Was probably lucky to get to 49. Had the injury to his finger, had the injury to his back. Everything was going wrong for Pappy. Got to 49. 
nine. I had him as my VC, so it wasn't enough to take, um, obviously, but it wasn't a bad score. I could take 55 and 49 for him. He, he had Cam McInnes, who at the time got about 61. He then updated to 72, and he was his VC, and Jem took that score, which at the time looked like a good decision. Um, it might have been better off to gamble somewhere else, but as I go through Jeremy's scores, it'll turn out that the Cam McInnes one was the right decision. Uh, we then had the Newcastle Knights taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and this was sort of the one that decided this game realistically. He had Jaden Braley and Kurt Mann for the Newcastle Knights. Jaden Braley come off the bench, set up a try, did really well. 47 Supercoach points, a fantastic return for Jaden Braley. Jem will be very, very excited about him uh, as we head towards the back end of the season. One that I might even start to look at classic-wise as another hooker. I thought he looked really sharp the other night, and he'll only get better with match fitness. His other one, Kurt Mann, 38 points. I think he had a hand in a try or a line break or something. Um, You know, when you look back over the last few seasons of Kurt Mann, I mean, it's pretty just disappointing how he's gone this year, considering how well he's actually played in the NRL. He's had a few injuries and whatnot as well, Kurt Mann. But to get away with 38, I was stoked. Where Jeremy got unlucky... Lachlan Elias was in his side. Now, I've, I obviously drafted Elias, had him all season, dropped him about four weeks ago. Gems had him since, and I think he put up a negative one. I think he got a 50 last week, and then he got a zero in this game. So when you're in round 17, uh, very, very tough, and one of your players gets a zero. He obviously got knocked out on the very first play of the game. So Elias was a zero for him, a complete wasted spot. So as much as he had eight players, I had six. It realistically ended up being seven for him, six for me. So that was a real stinger for him. Uh, in that game, I had Tom Burgess, who went berserk. 76 points. He was fantastic. He was on about 40 at half time. Uh, he's really starting to turn the corner, Tom Burgess. I think he had a line break assist to Latrell Mitchell that had an offload in it as well. So great to see. Uh, Turgis has really solved a problem for me uh, in, in the front row forward. Very, very happy with how he's gone. And his performance on the weekend was huge. I essentially got more points from him than Jem got from Braley. Man, Ilias, he would have been just ahead of me. Uh, but to get my only player in that game, about equal to his three players. Uh, that was massive for me. So I absolutely love that. We then had the West Tigers and the Parramatta Eels. This was probably the game I was a little bit worried about. All of his guys scored in the 40s, so solid, but none of them really exploded. Dane Laurie, he scored a try, obviously. He was off a kick, so he didn't score too many points off the back of it. He got Dane Laurie for 46 points. Stafford Toa, who looked really strong, 43 points, and Marata Neokore, 41. I only had one player at this game, and it was the guy I spoke about. If you listen to my podcast on Thursday, Thursday afternoon, guy that I'm very keen on, uh, Fanua Bowl for the West Tigers. 48 super coach points there. Very solid. He started that game. I think he's going to hold on to that starting spot. I think he's going to become more and more important to the West Tigers. I actually drafted him off the waiver wire on uh, Saturday morning, I think it was. Uh, I let go of Stefano and grabbed Bowl. So pretty happy with how that one played out for me. 48. Stefano got 45. He still looked good, but it looks like Bowl has won the big minutes there, and they were a completely different side when he wasn't on the field. So hopefully he can be another solid front row forward for me. If I can go forward with Bird just doing what he's doing, you know, 50 to 60 points and then bowl. If he can get me 45 to 55, means I can move Max King into the 2RF now because he's dual position. So very, very happy with that. Uh, Sunday rolled around. Jeremy was up by about 130 
20 points, I think it was. I had uh, Paliasia from the Brisbane Broncos and Katoni Staggs to come. He had Fiegai, who was on the wing for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. But I also had my captaincy, uh, which I put on Katoni Staggs. And thankfully, um, Staggs, he played like the player that I drafted. So I drafted him in the third round. I thought he'd be a really high-ceiling guy for me this year. It has been a little bit disappointing. Uh, but dry Sunday afternoon, Katoni Staggs at Suncorp is a different beast. Uh, he exploded in this game. He was great. Paliasia did his job as well, 57. I thought he'd get around 50. I thought probably high-end, 55. Managed to get 57. So I was pretty happy with that. A very good pick off the waiver wire there by myself. I was very happy with that one. Fiago got 35 points. So it really was Stags uh, that blew this one apart. I ended up winning 483 to 394. Pending updates, depending on what happens with Stags. Uh, but regardless of what happens in this game, realistically, updates-wise, it's not going to change the result. So good to get a W off the back of a couple of um, a couple of tough weeks, Supercoach draft-wise. Always knew I had a really good side. Uh, it's just been injuries and everything that have held me back. So good to get a win here. Got a little bit lucky with Lachlan Ilias, but I mean... Even if you give Elias, let's say, 60 points, which personally I think is huge overs, um, I, I still would have won this one. So pretty happy with how it played out. Tony Staggs finally playing like the player that I drafted. Uh, so very happy to get that W there. And without really sacrificing anyone, I was looking at, for example, Ronald Volkman during the week that maybe I could drop him to pick someone up, Matty Tomoko. But I would have been dropping them for guys that I didn't want to keep next week, essentially. So I'm glad I managed to get the win without tearing my team apart. And sometimes you've got to take these little gambles in your draft competitions hold your nerve back the players you've got in hope that they get the job done and they have got it done for me here uh, Jeremy I mean on his bench yeah Junior Bolo uh, Joey Tapanay Tavita Pangai Ruben Cotter Tommy Gilbert Angus Crichton Nick Kotrick Daniel Tubi so he couldn't really drop anyone he did have Herbie Farmworth who I believe is out for the season I was sort of waiting for him to drop him uh, but never did but I mean even with Herbie um, you know if he could have swapped Herbie for someone and then brought in Ilias uh, and, and Ilias played his game maybe he could have given me a push but but uh, as soon as Elias went down, I sort of felt kind of confident that I was going to get home with this one. So a good little win. Uh, that puts us into fifth place on the ladder. It actually would have been a bit wild. I won this weekend, had a good win. And it actually, at one point, it looked like it meant I was going to go down because the bloke that was on equal points with me, he had a big win. Or it looked like he was going to have a big win. It looked like he was going to jump me on for and again. So I was actually going to win but go down on the ladder. Uh, thankfully, in the last few minutes of their game, their game, poor old Cozzy, uh, he got done at the back end of his game by about 12 points or so. So a little bit of luck falling my way there, which keeps me in a really good spot on the ladder. I'm fifth at the moment on 20 points. The guy coming first is on 24. Uh, then second, third, and fourth are all on 22 points. So if I can just manage to wrangle in one of those guys and get even with them, uh, that'll put me in the top four because my four and against is better than all of those guys. So happy with how it turned out. Uh, second overall... Uh, points scored, which is what our, our our comps based off where you place. So 12,736, the guy coming first is 12,860, and he scored, I think, 250 more points than me this week. So pretty happy with how it's playing out, how my team's going. Looks like Pappy's not going to be injured off the back of the other night. That was going to be a real worry for me. That would have been a real, you know, kick in the dick for the back end of the season. Looks like he will be okay. My biggest worry coming out of this weekend is probably Britton Okora. He's on report, so I'll be keen to see how that one plays out. Obviously, Tommy Dearden's also going to play Origin, so it looks like it's unlikely for him to back up on Thursday night. Um, actually, Friday night, I think the Cowboys play two days after, so that'll be a loss for me next week, but outside of that, I should have 
just about everyone for my team. Let's have a look at that game next week. I am playing uh, Tom, who's one of the guys that's actually ahead of me on the ladder. So he's on 22 points as well. So if I manage to land this win, um, it'll be a really big one. And I'll go through his side uh, first because Tom's got a pretty handy team just quietly. Uh, but I think he's got a couple of guys that probably won't back up from Origin. So I'll have a look through his side and have a look at the schedule for next week, sort of doing this live as we go. Uh, let's have a look. So Tom Burns' team. So we've got Friday night, we've got the Cowboys taking on the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, so in that one, I'll obviously hopefully have Britton Acora, and I will probably won't have Tom Dearden. I'll assume he'll be rested. But I also think that Val Holmes will be rested, which will mean that Scott Drinkwater will goal kick. So that's a huge one for me. He has got Nico Hines, though. Uh, now, obviously, Nico Hines had COVID this week. You would assume he'll be available for that one. Will, will he be 100% himself? I'm not too sure. Regardless, though, Tom's big gun is Nico Hines, who plays on the Friday night. So he's the first game of the week. So I'll get a really good indication of where I'm at after that game. It'll be Drinkwater versus Nico Hines. They should both be goal kicking. Uh, both of them are probably the the highest attacking upside sort of players in their side. So that'll be a really good game, that one, especially super coach wise That'll be great. Just having a look at his team and origin players he has got. He's got Happy Curacao, who... Um, I probably don't think we'll back up from Origin. I know the Penrith boys rested Sonny Luke from reserve grade last week. Uh, so I, I probably think he'll come into this side. So I personally think Appy will be rested, as will a lot of Panthers. Tom Flegler, who's obviously 18th man, you'd have to assume that he will come out and play for the Brisbane Broncos. Nanai, uh, who w- would be another guy that would have to turn around and play Friday night after Wednesday Origin, the decider. I probably doubt that he will. So you'd have to assume that Nanai is probably going to be rested. Uh, who else has he got that could be out? from origin is that it he's got jacob saifidi who probably won't back up the knights have a pretty uh when do the knights play they got a long turnaround they play saturday 5 30 down at manly uh sort of interest i probably don't think he'll back up for that one i think that they will uh they've got a heap of front rowers there they can use he's also got xavier coates who is out Jaden campbell who i believe is still out i don't think he's back just yet um, he's got Jordan Piera, who I absolutely love Jordan Piera. Uh, but it looks, if Corey Oates doesn't back up, he might stay in that team. Or if Selwyn Cobbo doesn't back up, he'll stay in that team as well. So hopefully he'll lose Piera. But even if he keeps him, I've got Katoni Staggs anyway against the Titans. So if Piera does well, you'd have to think uh, that Katoni Staggs will do well there. So uh, not overly worried about this matchup. Just going to go through mine at the moment. He's obviously going to be missing a few guys, including Appy Curacao as one of his better players. Uh, if he has Jordan Piera, who's a big upside guy, I've got Tony Starks, that sort of evens out a little bit. I think whoever scores more out of Nico Hines and Scott Drinkwater on the Friday night, that'll probably go a long way to deciding our round 18 clash between myself and Tom. Uh, And if I do win, that'll sort of cement me in the top four, I think, for the back end of the season, realistically. I haven't been there in a little bit, dropped off the last few weeks, but if I can get back there, that would be unreal. I'll just run you through my team and how it's going to look heading into round 18. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash 
Um, now, Jeremy Marshall King will be my hooker. Uh, he'll be playing for the Canterbury Bulldogs against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. That's at 6.15 on next Sunday night. So that'll be the last game of the week. I'll have him and I'll also have Max King. Whether he's in the front row or the back row remains to be seen. Depends on whether Britton Acora plays or not. Uh, I will have Tom Burgess in the front row, South Sydney, in that same game against Canterbury. Uh, and then that'll be it from the Bunnies game. Paliasia, uh, I assume a lot of Broncos will come back to this side, so Paliasia will probably be a guy that I send to the waiver wire. Uh, despite him being really good the other night, being dual position, I just don't think he has a spot in this team that's worth decent minutes, so I'd rather go with uh, Bowl, Burgess, and Max King as my front row forward. So Paliasia is a guy I'll drop back to the waiver wire, see what I can do there. Olakawatu, he'll be one of my back rowers and a captain option against the Newcastle Knights at Brookvale Oval on the weekend, a must-win game for the Manly Seagull. Hopefully, if Nakora plays, he'll be there. And then Victor Radley in the back row against the St. George Illawarra Dragons up there at the Central Coast. Saturday, 3 o'clock. Hopefully, it's a dry track and Victor can pick up some attacking stats. As I said, Tommy Dearden, he's playing Origin on Wednesday night, so I doubt he will back up on Friday night for the Cowboys. So you'll see a change there, which means I'll probably have to play Ronald Volkman at halfback for me, which isn't ideal. The Warriors play Parramatta. Hopefully, Volkman can come up with a, an attacking stat there somewhere. The advantage of Volkman is that I do have... U- you uh, and Aitken. So if anyone's going to put Aitken over, it probably would be Volkman on that edge. So fingers crossed those two can link up because Aitken against the Parramatta Eels, he'll be in my CTWs. Scott Drinkwater will be my 5'8 and my VC for that one. Hopefully he can go big in that first game of the week up there at North Queensland. But the Sharkies have looked unreal the last few weeks, or last week in particular. So that'll be a good matchup. As I said, the Penrith boys will be resting a heap of guys. I've got Isaac Tungo. He will play in this one against the West Tigers. I don't mind him there. Obviously a lot of changes to that Panthers side. The one thing that'll stay the same, though, is that that left edge of Isaac Tungo and Taylor May, you'd assume not playing Origin or anything, uh, that those two will remain there. Fingers crossed they are. Two young bodies, I think they'll stay there. Katoni Staggs, he got through today's yesterday's game in in sensational form he takes on the Gold Coast Titans 7.30 on Saturday night another one I could look at a captain option but I don't think I will realistically I think I've got better options in uh, probably Ola Kawatu and Another guy that we'll get to soon. Kohler, he plays against the Newcastle Knights, same as Olakowatu. I will probably play him. The Raiders play the Melbourne Storm, so I'll probably leave Matty Tomoko out of the side. So my CCWs for next week will be Isaac Tungo, UNA, and Katoni Staggs, and Kohler. Very happy with those guys. And then we've got Pappy, who plays at Amy Park, 4 o'clock, on Sunday afternoon. So I'm going to have to make a decision who my captain is going to be, whether it will be Pappy or whether it will be Olakowatu. Hopefully... Uh, my boy, Scotty Drinkwater. Hopefully, he can go 80, 90-plus. If he can just beat Nico Hines, I will take his VC. Uh, means that I'll have to drop someone, probably whoever I pick up for Paliasia. But I'll be more than happy just to back my team in if my VC uh, can go 80-plus in that game. As I said, if I win this one, it should lock me into the top four uh, for my draft competition. This will be a big one, especially because it is a guy that's ahead of me. So if I can get the wood on Tommy this weekend, uh, that would be huge for my side moving forward. And I think that if I can just win the captain score, I think the rest of my team, who should all be playing, unlike Tom's, I think it should probably get the job done for me realistically. So fingers crossed, uh, everyone backs up from State of Origin. I've, I'm only really worried about Tom Deard. And outside of that, all my boys will be there, pending Britton Acora if he gets suspended this week. Not sure if he will. And of course, Ryan Pappenhausen, we are watching his fitness. If Pappy is out, uh, that'll be a little bit of chaos for me because positions-wise, I don't know how I'll fill that. I can move Cola down to full then I'd have to play Matty Tomoko, but obviously 
obviously not ideal in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, draft team heading in the right in the right direction. Final start in four weeks now, which is crazy. Uh, if I can just time my run perfectly now to land myself in the top four, uh, that'll be unreal, and I give myself a real shot of winning this comp from here. Was coming eighth a couple of weeks ago. It was all looking a little bit grim, but I just knew that once I had my team back, I would be okay. And it's starting to turn around now, and hopefully uh, for the back end of the season, we can go on a little bit of a run. 